Hello fellow brethren and welcome to the Faith Encounter service from the Kodesh Family Church University City, Philadelphia. The message you're about to hear is a faith-filled message of Pastor Daniel Ofosu, a beloved son of Bishop Dagwood Mills. Open up your heart, listen with faith and allow the Word of God to bring positive change and transformation into your life. Happy listening. Pastor, but he's my personal prophet and my personal pastor, my father in ministry. I've known him for the last 10 years. In fact, when I met him 10 years ago um, in September, um, as soon as I met him, he became my pastor and he became my father. You know, and we've had a wonderful um, father son relationship over the last decade. You know, as we have grown older, you know, as I've grown older and he has also grown older, um, we have, I don't know why they are laughing, <laughs> but we have grown in the spirit and we have actually become closer, I believe, you know, and I think that it is something that we must all aspire to do and to have, to be close to our pastors and our teachers, as the Bible enjoins us to do. I can actually quote scriptures that he has personally taught me and made me memorize. You know, one of which is Galatians chapter 3, verse 5, where the Bible says that he that ministered the Spirit doeth he by the working and the working of miracles, doeth he by the Spirit. I'm struggling. He's reminding me of the scriptures. <laughs> but he's a wonderful man of God and very anointed and also very prophetic. And today, I want to know, I want you to know that your life is going to be blessed. I want you to open up your heart, open up your spirit, and receive a man with the word of God to bless your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Then why don't you rise to your feet and let's welcome the ministry of Reverend Dr. Gilbert. Father, please come down and meet us. We are waiting on your time. Oh, 
close your eyes lift up your hands to the heavens as we come before the Lord close your eyes just concentrate on him begin to love on the Lord begin to bless him begin to honor him yes Lord we love you we love you now ask the Lord to speak to you this few minutes ask him for an impartation ask him to minister to your needs I believe that in the presence of God needs I also may ask him to speak to you minister to your needs and ask him that you will not leave his presence the same this afternoon thank you Jesus thank you Jesus you give the Lord a clap offering. Amen. I'm glad to see all of you and um, I want to personally apologize for not coming earlier. You know, Pastor Daniel has been trying to get me but I've been sort of, it's been busy. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't even know how the year went by so quickly. Yes, but um, I'm glad that I'm here. The change worked, isn't it? Sometimes when there are changes, everyone gets um, sort of a little apprehensive. You wonder that will it work? But it's worked nice, very nicely, and it's still working. You are the only choir that I know in the diocese that wears uniform. That's, that's a plus, isn't it? So it's a good thing. Well, but how many minutes do I have? A lot of time. I may have a lot of time, but your church may not have a lot of time. You know, this morning we did something quite new in our church, in our branch. We, um, we had, I called it Porch and Altar Sunday. And the idea is to, is to introduce some element of prayer into the service. Those of you who watch Bishop, our Papa, you see that he does, sometimes the service is in two parts. You come and share a word pray, and then you come back and continue the service. But I was telling them that the service, that kind of a service, demands three, four hours, which we can't have. 
If I start preaching four hours, some of you will start walking away. But we don't want you to walk away, so we'll keep you by making it as short as possible. So, Pastor Daniel is saying that we should, I should go on, but it's not really so. He likes to tease me. You know, every time he sees me, he tries to remind me that I'm getting older. Uh, he will look at my hair and laugh at my gray hair. But it is good. It's good. You know, as I was sitting down, I asked for some juice. And it made me see that he may be right. Because years ago, I could go a whole day and preach three times without asking for some juice. But this, this morning or this afternoon, I realized I haven't eaten anything. And I said, you know, it's smart to take a little sip of something sweet before I come up. Otherwise, I'll go hypo, hypoglycemic. You know what hypoglycemic is? Uh, ask your neighbor that, do you know hypoglycemia? Yes, I don't want to sweat and pass out. So I took a little sip of something just for energy. Amen. I've enjoyed myself so far. It's a blessing. I like your songs. They are very contemporary kind of music, cool and nice. And um, that's what young people like, isn't it? It's nice. Alan, I'm still waiting. <laughs> One of the songs that was sung, if a man finds a wife, it's found a good thing. Anytime I see Alan, there's fireworks. Because I can't wait. We can, I'll, I'll, I'll wear a special gown for him. Amen. What a blessing. I said, what a blessing. I'm glad to see all of you. I came today with um, Cynthia. Cynthia is um, our church secretary. We call him Madam Secretary. Amen. Put your hands together for her. And also, I came with, of course, Macaria. She goes with me around. Amen. Now, recently I sat there. I said, go join your husband. So I don't get to see her every Sunday. And I said, you stay with him for a bit, and um, we'll see if we want to bring you back. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But I've sent her to, to, to go help um, her husband. But it, it's a good thing. What do you think? How many of you listen to Bishop? Watch Bishop, you listen to him. Uh, did you watch the Hamatan? Um, by the way, do you know Hamatan? Hamatan, Hamatan, yeah. Yeah. So Hamatan, for those of you who do not know, it is like how here you have winter, summer, spring, fall, not necessarily, not necessarily in the order I mentioned. In the same way in Africa, West Africa, and some parts of Africa, you have different seasons. And the Hamatan is one of them. It usually comes, you know, I was just talking about it, and I was saying to myself that we used to feel cold during the Hamatan. But when you move to a place like this, you realize that that was nothing. Yeah, we used to wear sweaters during the Hamatan because the temperature would suddenly drop. But when you live in a place like this, you realize that, Charlie, Hamatan, it not be anything. So how many of you listen to the, um, the Hamatan Bible seminar? How many of you did? How many? Let's, let's see by hands. All right. So I want to encourage all of us to listen to Bishop whenever he's preaching. Amen? Because he always says things that are relevant to us. Yeah. 
these days, even though I cannot hear everything that he's preaching the morning of the Sunday um, before service, I try to listen to as much as I can and carry a message from him to the church. Yeah, it's, it's key. Now, one of the things that he talked about during this seminar is the fact that he brought our minds to the fact that the church growth, expansion of the kingdom, and us involved in the work is key. Yeah, that's why you are in church. You are not in church to enjoy some African fellow. matter who said this church is African? It's not African. Just by virtue of where it started, you have a lot of Africans. But it doesn't mean that it's... In fact, if we're doing our work well, we should have more Americans. Yeah. In fact, the ratio of Americans to, to Africans should be, should be very high. Meaning, what I mean is more Americans than even Ghanaians. You understand? Yeah. Because we are, we are missionaries. We've been sent here. So... One of the signs that we're doing very well is when other people in the place where we've been sent to are attracted to come to church. So the reason why you are in church uh, is not just to come and enjoy church. The Bible says that when Christ ascended, he gave. What did he give? He gave pastors. Let's start it properly. He gave apostles. He gave prophets. He gave Pastors is like the last. Evangelists, teachers, and pastors, isn't it? And why did he give them, I mean, the church that? He gave the church this, what we call fivefold ministry. Uh, ask your neighbor, do you know something? You, do, you know, you, do you know things? Ask your neighbor, do you know things? Or do you know things? <laughs> he said, when you don't listen, you will not, not be familiar with some of these terms. But the Bible says that God gave apostles, he gave prophets, etc. He gave pastors. And the reason, Alan, is for the perfecting of the saints for the work of ministry. In other words, God gave pastors like Pastor Daniel so that he can perfect the church, the saints in the church, huh? so that they would do the work. The work of ministry, the work of expanding the kingdom, the work of sharing the word of God, the work of causing the church to grow and explode. Yeah. One of the challenges is giving us is that every church must be able to give back. Eh? Seven, isn't it? President, you must have branches and become a general overseer. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, and now like, you must be a. I don't know why you are sitting right in front of me, but you are in for fireworks. I'm going to use you for every example until I leave the church. I hear your dad and mom. I'm here. I hear, but um, I'm sorry, dad and mom. Please forgive me. I'm going to still be free. Amen. Because I know they will flow with me. Hallelujah. So the reason why you are here is to work for the Lord. Is to do the work of ministry. You know, this morning I was telling the church that if you've been in church and you've been a Christian for a long time and you cannot point to somebody in the church and say that because of me, so-so and so is now a Christian or because of me, 
this person is now more establishing that there's something wrong with you. Seriously. That's if you've been around for a long time. And you can, I'm going to leave the definition of long time to you to define. I won't put years or months to it. Yeah. Alan, you must have, I've known you for a long time. In fact, when I knew you didn't have beard. You see, when I come and visit, I must see people seated here. That they are here because of you. You get what I'm saying? You should understand what I'm saying. Yeah. There must be people here that are here because of Allen. I was telling, I think it was Cynthia. I was telling her this year, I, I don't want conventions. I'm, I'm, I'm getting maybe because I'm getting old. I'm tired. And we lay hands on you, then you fall, then you fall. You, we fall down, we get up, you know, you fall down, you get up. You are not changing. Yes, sir. Yeah. These days I'm looking for another type of anointing that that would change you. Make you, make you, make you not just fall down and get up. You understand? But that would actually improve something to you that will make you do what you need to do. Because there's, 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 in fact, these days when you even take like some of Vishal's books in one book, you see people know everything. People have written the exams, they've filled the exams, some have also written the past. It's like everything is known. Do you see? But God wants you to be a church worker. Yeah, God wants you to be a church worker. Look at you nice, young, 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 young people. Beautiful. We, the older ones, we are so nice. <laughs> yeah. But what can you compare to beautiful people like you, young people like you, roaming around the campuses and spreading the gospel, inviting people to church? Say, so let's go to church. And during the week, having a little Bible study. It's nice. I tell you, you will be able to do it more effectively than people like me. Because when I, when I appear, I, I already I look like a principal. Yeah, they may not be able to relate to me. That is a calling. That is what, that is what makes you relevant. You know, earlier on, last year, somewhere in the middle of last year or so, I may have the dates wrong. Bishop had a conference with, with, with um, the lay ministry, you know. And um, one of the things he told us was that, that we must make ourselves relevant. Do you understand? We must make ourselves relevant. Make yourself relevant to church. Why are you in church? Huh? Can the church move on? Can the church operate Without your presence. I mean, if the church can, can operate without your presence, I mean, you know, when, when you are not here, <laughs> when you are not here, it means, 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 it means, it means, it means. I mean, when you are not here, it's as though nothing is missed. There's something wrong. When you are not here, we must feel that there's somebody not here. Uh, Alan, when, when you are even on vacation and you, you've gone to the islands with your wife and children, you get what I'm saying? And, 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 <laughs> and receive it all. Yeah. We must feel that where is Alan? 
thought that when you are not here, it's like all things are working equally. It means that your contribution to the church is, is, is almost irrelevant. Minimal. Do you get it? But I've heard good things about the people. Yesterday, or was it Friday or so, Pastor Daniel was telling me that, that a lot of you have risen up and you are doing very well. See, and that, that is how it is. You know, as for changes, as for changes, they are here to stay. Yeah. I've gone through so many changes, including getting, bring, you think you are the only one who have When they took him from, he and his wife from, yeah, they had good help people to the church, to our brand. When they took them from Philly to bring them, it, I felt it. In fact, I made a special request that even if you take him, let him still be in the diocese. Yeah. And Apostle unedited. But we all feel it. You see. But this is how the church expands. I can't tell you how many times I've gone through changes, people around me that I'm so used to. In fact, sometimes I, I, I say to myself that if everybody who was around me was still around, Charlie, it would be like 500, 600 people. You see, but I'm wrong. <laughs> the changes and rather sending people has made the church even bigger. And the, and the sure sign is when we meet and we are having a Gabaptopes. I mean, it, 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 it's a whole nation. Big thing. You understand? Amen. Do you love your pastor? Are you sure you love him? Are you flowing with him? Are you flowing with him? Ask your neighbor, are you flowing with the pastor? This is not a preacher. I'm getting into the preaching soon. Yeah. You have to flow with your pastor. Eh? Can I add one more? And flow with his wife. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I do not flow with people who don't flow with my wife. Yes. It's a great deception. You like me, but you don't like my wife. No, I will add myself to the people you don't like. Yeah. Because you'll be surprised that, that a lot of even success, you know, when you, see a, when you see a nice pastor, handsome pastor like your pastor, sitting down, well-dressed, you know, shirt to match, tie, a handkerchief, you think he did it. He had no idea. In fact, if you had left him to come to church the way he wanted to come to church, you won't like his dressing. Yeah, but there was a woman who looked at him and said, no, your shirt, can you imagine this shirt that is when he was going to wear brown, a brown, dark brown shirt? But his wife said to him that a blue shirt, striped blue shirt with a bluish tie and a multicolored bluish, you know, handkerchief in the desert would be the better one. Then he went to change it. Yeah, I can't tell you how valuable my wife is to me. In fact, if it had not been here, I would not even be in ministry. Hey, this woman will wake up and then she will say, that, ah, when you wake up, you don't pray. I say, ah, why do, you want me to, why do you want to see me pray? I pray in my quiet time, in my quiet moments. The fact that you, you don't see me, that's not me that I don't pray. She said, no, I, don't, I want to see you. I want you to be like my brother, you know, her brother, who is a reverend minister in our church. I want you to be like, I say, ah. So we should even fight and argue about it. Then one day, the apostle said to me, when you wake up, try and do it in front of her. Hey, so when I wake up, I just take my Bible like that. Then she, kaya bala bala. So that she sees I'm praying. Yeah. 
It is through her encouragement. So wives are very, very important. You understand? So treat, treat her very well. Eh? Yeah, I call her Mrs. Daniel. Treat, treat her very well. Love her. Don't fight her. She's a very sweet person. Very, very sweet person. Very easy to go, uh, to go with and flow with. So just love her. Is it not true? Put your hands together for her. Amen. One of the things that I learned from Bishop, I think it was during this Hamatan um, seminar, all right? At the point that I think was talking about loyalty. You see, a lot of us claim that we are sons. Yeah. Anybody here can say I'm a son or a daughter of this ministry. Oh, I'm a son and daughter of um, Reverend Flesh. I'm a son or daughter of, 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 of Bishop Dag. You see? Now, one of the surest signs of sonship, are you listening? Is when you flow with a person. Yes. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. It is the flowing. So, so when you say somebody is, is, is your father, do you see? And if, if Bishop Doug is actually your father, uh, then you would also flow with the people that he has sent to you. If, if I am your father, or Apostle Joe is your father, or Bishop Doug is your father, then you will flow with, with Pastor Daniel because he was sent to you. The sure sign of flowing or of, of being a son is when you flow. Yeah. Alan, I mean, the sure sign of, of, of you being a son to your parents here. And it's a blessing. Put your hands together for mommy and daddy. For, 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 for his, uh, um, uh, parents to be sitting in the same church with, with, with a son, it's a nice thing. You don't see that often. But what I'm saying is that the sure sign of you uh, flowing or being a real son is how you relate to them in how, when they say do this, you do it. When they say do this, you do it. You see, the culture of America is why? Everything why? Yeah. And even right from, the, from age 13, 14, or even before. See, they don't, take, they don't take instructions. But let me tell you something. A lot of times, I've come to realize that sometimes I say things to people that I don't even know why I'm saying it. But down the line, they will come back and say to you that, look, Reverend, you said I should do this, 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 and I did this. Look at what is happening. Yeah. As he was even talking, I, I was trying to recollect what I've even done for him. But there are little instructions. So for you to say you are a son, the sign of being a son, a son or a daughter is when you flow. When they say do this, you do this. When they say do this, you do this. When they say let's come and pray, we all come and pray. When they say let's all do this, we are all doing it. That's the sure sign of a son. Amen. For this afternoon, briefly, I want to talk to you about victory secrets. Amen. Victory secrets. What is a prophetic word for the year? Huh? Expect a series of victories. Amen. Not one victory, not two victories. Not three victories, but a series of victories. How many of you are experiencing victories already? Yeah. Listen, when you hear a word, 
Do you get it? When you hear a word, particularly from a prophet, uh, you must take it serious and believe it. Do you get it? Because God is going to bless your life through the prophet. God is going to bless your life through the prophet. So when he says something, you must believe it. So the word God gave to him this year is that, is that, that this is your year or our year of what? A series of victories. And we must expect a series of victories. So receive it. Believe it. And you would walk in it. Amen. Now, a lot of times when you talk about a prophet, are you here or have you gone home? Please pay attention. I won't preach for long. When you talk about a prophet, a lot of times people think of very weird things. You know, a prophet to predict and tell me what is going to happen to me in two years or three years or whether I'm going to have triplets or quadruplets or whatever. You see, the office of the prophet is more than that. It is not just a predictive thing. Huh? One of the components of a prophet is that a prophet is able to express and share the mind of God uh, through teaching. So teaching the mind of God is one of the major aspects of the, prof the prophet. Not like this African prophet. Yeah. That all they see is doom. Every great head person is a witch or a wizard. Every mother-in-law is a witch. And all they see is bad things. Yeah. When you're a prophet, other than just saying, you see, someone like our bishop, our papa, he sees, he sees things and he talks about it in a very casual way. That if you're not careful, you can easily miss it. And you'll be wondering, oh, you know, what is this that he's saying? It's, it, it, it's irrelevant. So I'm saying all this just for you to know that it's very important to believe what a prophet says. Bible says that, you know, in Hebrews, that the same things were preached to them as they are being preached to us. But it did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. You have to mix whatever you hear with faith. Believe it. Believe it. Amen. There's a very interesting scripture in 2 Chronicles 20, 20. Let's look at it quickly. 2 Chronicles 20, 20. Are you here? Ask your neighbor that, are you here? Amen. 2 Chronicles 20, 20. Now, you, I'm sure you know the, the context of this. Who here doesn't know the context of this scripture? There, in, um, there was a time that the Ammonites, Moabites, a lot of ites, a lot of ites, they came together and attacked, they besieged Jehoshaphat. And um, they were very hot. And they realized that they could not even fight them. So they began to seek God's face. They prayed. And suddenly, there was the anointing 
prophetic anointing on a prophet amongst them came on one of them. And this is what the word that he gave to them. All right. So amongst the things that he said, he said, and they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, so this was after the, after the, the prophet had, had spoken. In verse 40, it says, Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, verse 15, Hearken ye, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you. Be not afraid, nor dismayed, by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours. So a word was delivered to them. Then the king Jehoshaphat rose up, and this is what he said in verse 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. You see, because after instructions had been given through the prophetic word, I'm sure there were people who did not believe. This is your year that you should expect a series of victories. And people didn't believe. <laughs> yeah, they didn't believe. So Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Hey, believe God. But also believe his prophets. When you believe God, it says, believe, your God, believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. You see, when you believe God, it takes you to a certain point. When you look at the Hebrew word, of course, the, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, isn't it? And then the New Testament in Greek. When you look at the, 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 the Hebrew word for that word, establish, it, it means nurturing, nursed. When you believe in God, what happens is God, it, it, it leads you to a point. You are nursed. You are nurtured. You are, you are, you are, it's, it's, it's like you are, you are set up. But for you to go beyond the setup, what you need is to believe his prophets. Because says, when you believe his prophets, what happens is that you prosper. You suddenly shoot out. You suddenly excel. Do you see? So when, when, when by his prophet, God is giving his prophet, and he's saying to him that believe, believe your prophet, so you prosper. It's, it's a very important thing. You know, I'm also a very avid um, follower of Bishop Aedipo. I love him like something. I follow, I listen to him a lot. But after, I've also listened to my bishop. Do you see? And sometimes I'm, 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 I'm amazed at how his church, Winners Chapel, which is one of the biggest churches in the world, by the way, is, yeah, about 400,000 people on a Sunday. I'm amazed at how his, his people follow him strongly. Yeah, we say we cannot pray on, on, week, on, 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 on uh, like early morning prayer. We say we can't. We are in America. We say we can't pray early morning. 
But Witness Chapel prays early in the morning. Is it six to seven or five to six to seven? Yeah, they, not even on the line. When Pastor, do you have on? Do you have a line prayer line in the morning, early in the morning? Yeah, people don't come. Ask your neighbor that do you show up. <laughs> I mean, seriously, ask your neighbor that do you dial in? Yeah, because you don't believe. But here in America, here in Philadelphia, there are people from Winners Chapel who meet not on the phone. Physically, every day, six to seven. And they have children just like us. They are married just like us. The temperature in their homes is just like our temperature. Eh? Same here, not even another city, right here. Because they believe. And it yields results. Let me tell you a short story from Winners Chapel. There was a testimony that I was watching. Somebody was sharing. And um, this lady, I think, had twins. Okay, the couple. And somebody kidnapped one of them. Okay? Yeah. Somebody kidnapped one of them. Okay. But <laughs> Bishop, they told Bishop, and he prayed. Yeah. This is somebody who believed in this prophet. Prayed. <laughs> the guy could not sleep. Because later on, he brought a child and he was confessing. Bishop Aidepo, he kept, he said he kept seeing Bishop Aidepo in his chest. When you when you fool around, you just die. Yeah, if you're a witcher, you just you just be quiet. I was telling my uh, brand that I'm, I'm trying to get the point when I look at you, which you are just, you just fall dead in church. <laughs> which should not be fooling around us. And this guy used to see, he, he, later on he confessed, you know, he used to see Bishop Ayedipo standing in front of him with a sword and point and say, you are dead. You are dead. Take the child back. You know? At first he didn't adhere to it. But finally he decided to, because now his whole body was shutting down. Yes, his whole body was, was, he had become blind, you know, everything in his body was failing. So now he brought a child, and of course he died afterwards. Yes. Yeah. People believe, I'm telling you, somebody died and a, 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 a mother, you know, lost a child. And because the prophet had said uh, earlier on in the year that this, that particular year, nobody would be buried. No child would die. She took the child, put the child and said, the prophet said that this year I'm not burying anyone. So child, rise up. Child that had been pronounced dead. Cough and sat up. Yeah. See, it's nice. Wow. But you, when they say this year, expect a series of victories. Ah. Victories, victories, yeah. Victories. You don't believe it. When you get to the point of believing it, you see that it will begin to manifest itself in your life. Yeah. One of the things, common thing, ways you think, and I know there's somebody here thinking the same way. Uh, last two years or so, they say, you have know, good things. Then they came back. They say greatness. Then they came back again. 
What did they say again? Huh? Now they are saying seeds of victories. Ah, that great things. We, we didn't see great things. And seeds of victories, good things. Good things didn't happen to me. I mean, in fact, I didn't experience any good things. Now, I even experienced very, very bad things that year. Now you are saying serious, not even one. Not even one. Saying two, three, four of victories. No, 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 no. That is why you will not experience any. But I believe it. I said I believe it. And I know. In fact, I'm enjoying victories already. Yeah, I'm enjoying victories already. Because I have put myself in it. And I believe it. Because the prophet has said it. The prophet has said it. The prophet has said it. And because he has said it, I believe it. And I'm flowing with it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand and begin to thank God for your victories. Yes, your victories. 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 Listen, there's somebody here that, that you have, listen, listen. You have failed so many times with a particular habit. Or sin. Almost like the sin that easily besets you. Because of that, your Christian life is dark. It's like that thing is always, always quenching you. You try to come out and you are back. You try to come out, you are back. You try to come. Receive victory right now. I said receive victory right now. Receive victory right now. In the name of Jesus. You shall walk in victory. And this thing shall not overcome you anymore. Believe it. Believe it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, victory secrets. Victory secrets. I'm still preaching from it. I intend to go on for the rest of the month. Yes. I intend to go on for the rest of the month. Now, the book basically just explains and gives us secrets that will lead to our victories. One of the problems with us Christians, are you listening? is that when we hear a word from God, we just assume that I don't have to do anything about it. Huh? Crisper. Yeah, God has given his word. I'm done. Let me just enjoy. His word is spoken. But it's not true. Every promise and every, you know, thing that God says always has two parts. There's a manward part and there's a God part. What happens is that we fail a lot of times to actually do the part that we should be doing. Yeah. It's almost like saying that, you know, you have a contract with a company that you work for. Huh? So, because I have the contract, I don't go to work. No, you will not be reading a contract well. Everything that God says, there's a part. So, there's a Hard for you to play, you see, and that is why maybe in the past, in the past, you didn't enjoy some of these prophetic words. When God says this is your year of greatness, you didn't enjoy it. When He came back and said a year of goodness, you still didn't enjoy it. But now He's saying that this is a year that you should expect a series of victories. You should enjoy it. And the way to enjoy it is to take the bulls, the, the, the horn of the bulls, the, take the bull by the horn and get engaged. Do your part. 
There is a role for you. There is a part for you. There is something that you need to do. Sitting down without doing your part is not going to ensure your victory. There is a part that you need to do. And let me tell you what the part is. very simple. The part that you need to do is the part that has to do with the word of God. If you can get into yourself everything that God says about, and God says something about everything. Do you know that? Ask your neighbor that. Do you know that? There is nothing that God does not say anything about. God is, God is not silent on everything. God is, in fact, God says more than several things on everything. He says things about your marriage. He says things about your job. He says things about you being a student. He says things about everything that has to do with you. Your responsibility is to find out that what is God saying? What is God saying? What is God saying? That is why in first, uh, Second Peter chapter 1, one of my favorite chapters in, in, in the Bible, you see, it talks about how by, by these precious, exceeding precious, and great and exceeding precious promises, we become partakers of his divine nature. The way to be a partaker of the divine nature is when you have now gotten the promises, the word of God, when it's gotten inside you. That is how you partake. So the, the book, Victory Secrets, is just a collection of some of the things that we need to get inside us for us to do well. That is what it is. And if you really want to enjoy victory this year, one of the things you need to do is pay attention to that book because there's a lot of it in there. Amen. Look at Joshua 1.8. Look at Joshua 1.8. Joshua 1.8. Joshua 1.8. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Huh? The book of the law. Lift up the book of the law. See, this is when we say lift up the book of the law. <laughs> The book is now become gadgets. Yeah. One of the things that I try to go back to every now and then is actually reading from a hard covered, hard cover Bible. Yeah. Because sometimes your phone, as you are ring, as you are trying to read your Bible, and then a message appears. Facebook message, text message, isn't it? Email that you have to respond to. But sometimes you need to get get to get to a real Bible that you can feel and read. You see. So he says, this book of the law, he's talking about the words of God. The words of God. This book of, shall not depart out of your mouth. It's something you need to be talking about every day. Ask your neighbor, that, what do you talk about? Is the message too hot? Should I cool it down? Huh? Ah, you thought I was coming with oil. Anointing, follow me. No, no, no. It's more than that. It's more than that. I told you I've stopped that. I do it when I'm led. Yeah. It says, it shall not depart out of thy mouth. That is what you need to be talking about. Christopher, when you open your mouth, there should be a diarrhea of the word of God. I mean, that, that, that is how it is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for my analogy. My father in ministry is ruthless with with. with with his analogies. Um, I've, I've acquired it. Yeah. Eli, when you speak, do you understand? It must not just be about your twins. 
It must be full of scriptures. In fact, these days when somebody speaks, you must, what are the scriptures? What are the scriptures? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? You must ask the person that, where are the words of God in what you are saying? Yeah, make it a point. It cannot be that when we meet, the only thing we talk about is eagles and, and uh, uh, success and, and, and all basketball. I mean, they are making so much. You, are not, you don't even have shares in the money they make. They don't even give you a dime. But that is the main thing you talk about. When we meet, we must be talking about scriptures. <laughs> what, what is the Lord saying? I mean, Charlie, have you got any new revelation? What, what, I, I'm reading this book. I'm reading this book. This is, this is something I'm reading. This is something I'm, I'm, I've seen this. Have you seen this before? That, that's what we should be talking about. So it shall not depart out of thy mouth. But what should you do? But thou shalt meditate. You shall meditate. You shall ponder over it. You will think about it. That is what will be in your heart. You shall meditate during day and night. Day and night. <laughs> day and night. Day and night means daytime and nighttime. Ooh, somebody's TV is going away. Yeah. I tell you. <laughs> my house, we don't watch TV. We have a TV. We have a couple of TV, but we don't watch it. The only time I watch TV, a lot of times, if there's something special, like the president is going to deliver his address or something, or Sunday sometimes, maybe tonight I may watch a movie or so with, with popcorn with my wife, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I learned it from Pastor Daniel. <laughs> I learned a lot from him, you know. He's making me become a fine gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how much time you spend? That is why you don't have time to pray. You don't have time to, to read. You don't have time to do anything. I'm, I haven't deviated. I'm talking about victory secrets. And I'm showing you why the book is important. Day and night. Meditating. Medit you see, that, that's one of the areas that, that I think a lot of us pastors are lacking. You know, we, we go in, in and out of it. But when you listen to any great man of God, you see that meditation is part and parcel of whatever they do. They spend time with the word and think about it. Roll the word in your mind. Say, play it back. And as you do it, there are certain revelations that come into you. So he says, you meditate on, on it day and night. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written there. You see, it's a meditation that leads to even for you to even do it. Yeah. Do you realize that is the things that you think about most that you end up doing? Yeah. Yeah. Christopher, that is why you have your wife today. Because you thought about it over and over and over. You played it in your mind. This girl, Charlie, I for marry her. I for marry her. I for marry her. You see, and you keep playing it, playing, playing. So as you keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. See that at the end of the day, you see. So when you meditate on something, you see, that is why in the court of law, what do they call this? Like, um, but, um, pre, is it premeditated crime? Yeah. Because if they prove that you thought about it, you are done. 
It's not like it's no more a mistake. It's no more like an accident. It's premeditated. It's something that you thought about. So when you spend time thinking, eh, you will realize that you will soon, you will soon start doing things. Yeah. We don't have time for God, but we have time for everything. Yeah, let me tell you and then I'll go home. Yeah. When you are in church, you are looking at your time. You know, even wear, wear two watches. One on the left, one on the right. You look, you look, you look, you look, you look. You are just waiting. When is this guy going to be? But when you are watching basketball or, or, or football, you don't look at the time. When you are watching CNN, which is the same thing, repeating the same use, you can sit by CNN and watch CNN three, four hours. Yeah. That is the reason why we can't even have a, a certain kind of church here. Because we're always in a hurry. I gotta go. I gotta go. It's almost time. I gotta go. Every time I gotta go. I gotta go. But when you meditate on the word day and night, you, you, you soon, listen, Charlie, the word it works. So I'm telling you that the word of God works. Oh, God. Listen, God is real. God is real, and when you deal with him on real terms, you begin to experience the realities of God. Real. Wow. Beautiful. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Then watch what it says. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And thou shalt have good success. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good victory secrets. Simple. Simple. Simple, isn't it? When you begin to engage the word of God, when you begin to engage the word of God in the right way. You speak it, it's on your mouth, it's in your mouth, you meditate on it there and day, day and day. You soon begin to do it. How many of you find sometimes hard to do the word of God? Yeah, please, please, you are in church, just raise up your hand. Even the pastor is raising his hand. Your pastor is even raising his hand. Yeah, it's sometimes hard. But when you meditate on it, it sinks into you. It, 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 your spirit imbibes it. It becomes Part of your, your, your spirit. You see that now? It's easier to do. And the Bible says, then you will have good success. Good success. Good success. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. I said, put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Pastor Donnie, I have to close now, isn't it? Say yes. All right. Let me share with you a quick something from the book. Turn your books, if you have it, to chapter number, let me pick a very simple one. Chapter number 37. Victory secret number 37. This will be very brief and then we're done. Is that okay? Can I share this quickly and go? Is that okay? How many of you feel that I should not share it? You can raise up your hand. I know you wouldn't raise up your hand. Victory secret number 37. The secret of reading, hearing, and keeping. The secret of reading, hearing, and keeping. Alright? So this is a secret. It is 
something that you need to look at, something that you need to meditate on, and as it goes into you, you will soon see good success in your life. Amen. So Revelation chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. I'm done after this. Revelation chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. It says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by the angel unto his servant John. How many of you find Revelation, the book of Revelation, very tough to read? It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. When you read this book, you see that Revelation has been simplified for you. Very simple, you know, meanings to so many things. All right? Where were we? And he sent and signified, signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of the things that he saw. <clears throat> now watch what he says. It says, blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein. For the time is at hand. Let's all read verse 3 together. Let's go. One, two, three. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Let's read it one more time. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy. And keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Amen. So here we see three important things that lead to blessings. Three important things that lead to blessings. Number one is the blessing of revelation that comes to you by hearing. All right? Hearing. In the verse, it's like the second one. He that readeth, hear, and then keep. Isn't it? But let's talk about hearing. So, it is very important to hear. And if you can understand this, that is why, that, listen, church, church is so short. Even if we spend a whole day, uh, which we can't and will not. You look at the time you came in. Most of us even came late. But you have just from, typically, from like one to three or four. Let's say even four. Is it not correct? Three hours. Three hours out of seven days. You won't come for midweek service. You don't join the prayer. Uh, not you. I'm just near you. You don't join. <laughs> I'll end the song like that. You don't join the prayer line. So your whole life with things of God is limited to three hours. Three. It's not enough. If it was enough, you would not work 40 hours a week. Yes. Many years ago, I used to work somewhere. And at the point, a guy said to me that, you know, the CEO said to me that, that, you know, we need to cut back your hours. I said, I don't do part-time. Bye-bye. I don't do part-time. Most of us will not take part. Uh, 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 Chris, you look like somebody who, I was almost said Bishop Chris, you look like somebody who would who, who, who take part-time. 
three hours a week. You don't like it. Do you like it? But you give that to God. Three hours. You see, that is why, that is why, that is why, my dear sister, what's your name? Come, come let me pray for you. I feel like praying for you. Come. Yes, come. Don't be afraid. I do these weird things when I'm preaching. All right? Believe it. When I call you, it means that God really wants me to do that for you. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hand. Thank you, Lord. Father, take her to the next level. Jesus. Jesus. Let her experience something that she's not experienced before. Let this season be a time, a refreshing time. Time of God with you. Kale Marianda. Cleanse her. Wash her by the word. Let her desire for the word increase. Take care, oh God, to the next level by your word. In the name of Jesus. 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 Receive an impartation. Kenyanda, Dobroti, Palima, Lushtono, Kambele, Mrandoli, Kelebra, Lestopro, Kaliba, Shandelima, Mongoria, Mengele. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, 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 Angora, Zebre lebro topara, Zebro lo Ha 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Change. <laughs> change. Change, a 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 change. Jesus. Don't be afraid. Stand and receive. Change. Change. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Go sit down. Listen, where were we? Where was I? Where was I? Three hours a week. Yes. Three hours a week. So I'm saying that that is why you need to continue church after church. That is why listening to podcasts, listening to bishop preaching, listen, look, there's, if you watch the first love um, church, the testimonies, the changes that happen to people as they listen, it will be your number one. Yes. Instead of watching TV. I'm not saying this. I'm not, I'm not preaching about not watching TV. I'm not saying don't watch Sini. Yeah. All I'm saying is that substitute some of that time with productive word hearing because you'll be blessed. Amen. Then the second one is the blessing of revelation that comes to you by reading. 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 We don't read. Our bishop always says, our papa always says that people who don't read, all right, if you don't read, you're almost like, not that you're almost, you're like somebody who cannot read. Because the end result is a two. The two will not open a book. They can't read. They won't read. They shall not read. 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 We have so many books, so many books, so many books. Ask your neighbor, when was the last time you took a book and read? Ask him. 
You don't have to answer, but just ask, ask somebody. This victory secrets. How many of you, personally, did you, you bought the books for everyone? Who here doesn't have a book? I know you didn't raise your hand. But who is bold enough to say they don't have a book? You don't have one? We'll give you one. Thank you for your honesty. You'll give her one. Yeah. You should all, all have it. And read. And read. You see, when you read the chapter and read, you see, Bishop explains that reading takes what you've Head to the next level. Because now you are seeing it. It brings a deeper understanding. Amen. There's another chapter in the secret of the little book. Books are very important. And you have to read. Amen. Yeah. I think you should charge them all to read. Yeah. I envy you because your church is very young. Young, young, young people. Sometimes when you get a little older, you can't charge people. They, you, you feed me. You know what I eat that you are charging. Students, you can charge them easily. Like, read this book. Amen. Then the last one. Last. Turn to your neighbor and say last one. The blessing of revelation that comes by keeping it. Keeping it. Let me read this. It says the blessing of a revelation also comes by keeping it. Keeping the revelation involves protecting it from disappearing. The word keep speaks of protection. It, it means to guard something properly by keeping the eye on it and providing a fortress with full military protection. Last night, deep into the night, I thought, I thought something strange happened to me because I was reading this, this particular line. And when I, was re- when I got to this part, the whole, that font alone became blue. Bold. Tell you. Bold. You see, when you experience supernatural things, don't rationalize it. Yeah. So I underlined my e-copy also in blue. I said, because I believe that God was speaking to me. Yeah. He said, it provides a fortress with full military protection. Yeah. The things that you've heard. Eh? Even not even alone when I'm uh, person. Um, uh, Reverend Brian was here, but even with Pastor Daniel, the things that you heard up to today, if you were to keep it, oh man, your life would be very different. And how do you keep it? You keep it by hearing it frequently. Not just once. Not just twice. Yes. Not just three times, but continuously. And that is the way to keep it. Then the second way to actually keep it is to keep a writing, a documentation of it. Yeah. When you hear something, write it down. I've learned it. Some of you, God gives you dreams. Eh? Some of you are almost prophets, so your dreams come to pass. Yeah. The only problem is you're not dreamt about the lottery numbers. Because if you do, I know you stick it. <laughs> How many of you have prayed that the Lord will show you the lottery numbers? You don't, you, don't, you, don't keep, you don't keep simple, simple dreams. Yeah. When you dream, write it down. When the Lord speaks, you write it down. When you are listening to a message and God, 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 one of the things you see that when you start doing, you see that a lot of things start connecting. Yeah. Very well. 
There are fathers that you hear them having so many relatives. This is how it is. Oh. They've shown interest. I'm telling you. They've shown great, and they are engaged. The only difference between our fathers and us, when I say our I mean people like Bishop Dag and Bishop Ayedepo and the rest, the only difference is, is the engagement. They are serious. They are more serious than us. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And then the last way of keeping it is by obeying it. Obey. Just simply obey. Now, how do you obey? It's simple. Just obey. Just do it. There is nothing about doing and not doing. Listen, it is no excuse to say I can't do it. If you say I can't do it, then what you are saying is that God is not just. Because if, if God is just, or if he's not just, he will not ask us to do things that we cannot do. I don't tell my sons to do things that they cannot do. My, my biological sons. I only tell them things that they can do. So when you are just, and God is just, whatever God has told us to do, do it. Just obey. Simple. Yeah. People who struggle with sins, and it is, it's not because, it's not because, can I say this thing? It's rough, but it's true. It's not because uh, um, you are weak or you are, it's, not, it's just because you have not taken responsibility and charge. It's true. It is because you have not taken responsibility and, and charged yourself with really doing the right thing. Because God's word is clear. In fact, God talks in First John, he talks about that, that the one that is born again. You cannot, not that you would not. He said you cannot say why. Because his seed remaineth in you and you cannot. There's a difference between would not and cannot. Cannot means that even if you try, you cannot. Yeah. I'm a man. I can't give birth. I can't be pregnant for nine months. Even if I try, I cannot. So when you are a child of God, the truth is that you cannot. Let's stop making excuses. Seriously, let's stop making excuses. You cannot. Even if you cannot. Because God's seed is genes on you. A gene that makes you not able to sin. Even if you make a you sin, it's by mistake. Yeah, we make mistakes. But the kind of sin that you even confess before you do it, the sin that I'm about to do, God forgive me. You, you won't do that. Wow. Listen, I see God blessing you. I see God changing you. I see God bringing great things to come to pass in your life. In Jesus' name. Close your eyes, everyone. Thank you, Lord. Pastor Tony, you made me preach for a long time. It's almost 3 o'clock. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I want you to talk to God right now. Speak to him. Speak to him. Speak to him. Speak to him about your life. Speak to him about your belief. Tell him that from today, you want to move into the group that believes the prophets. Believes the prophets. You believe in God. Believe also his prophets. Speak to him. Jesus. Jesus. God, Jesus. 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 Come on, let me hear you pray. Let me hear you pray. Let me hear you pray. Thank you, Lord. A change. A change. Why don't you stand your feet? You've been sitting for a long time. Stand your feet. We're closing. 
open up your heart even for this last section we're done just a few minutes and we'll share the grace i'll hand over the mind to pastor daniel just ask him say lord help me help me help me pray for yourself that there'll be a change your 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 attitude your, your the way you handle the word the way you approach the word the way your 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 heart yearns for the things of god will change you will not be an ordinary christian from now on pray for yourself thank you lord for a while you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior but you are not sure about your relationship with him you know that you've not been living right you've not done what he wants you to do but you want to a fresh start you want to recommit yourself to him you want to sort of rededicate yourself to him and say Lord from today things should change just lift up that hand. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Anybody here? Anybody here? I want to say, Pastor, pray for you. Don't be shy. Don't come to me after church. Quite different. Come now. I'll raise up your hand now so I can help you. I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. Anybody like that here? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let us all pray this prayer to Lord Jesus. Thank you again that you love me so dearly that even when I was not living right, you still love me. You look down always for me. Today, I come to you and I ask Lord for forgiveness. Cleanse me, wash me, accept me as your son, your daughter, in Jesus' name. Thank you that as many as receive you, you give the power become the sons of God, the daughters of God, I receive you today as my Lord, my Savior, my all in all, my healer, my deliverer, in Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. I hear you have communion. President, do I do the communion? All right.
were sitting before him and he said to his servant set on the great pot and see what it for the sons of the prophet so the sons of the prophets were together with, with Elisha and what happened was they needed food they were all hungry so he said go prepare some soup those days you just go to your backyard and just take your herbs and make your soup so they did that and they made a soup in verse 40 so they poured out for the men to eat and it came to pass as they were eating of the pottage that they cried out and said oh thou man of God there's death in the pot and they could not eat thereof so what happened was a wrong herb was plucked and made out of the soup so there was poison in the soup now watch what happened but he said, Elijah said then bring meal then bring meal and he cast it into the pot and he said pour out for the people that they may eat that's verse 41 then bring meal 41 go back to 41 but he said then bring meal and he cast it into the pot and he said pour out for the people that they may eat and there was no harm in the pot amen this is such a meal when you partake of it and it's poured into your body it corrects whatever is in there that is wrong amen listen sometimes things may be going on in our lives or in our bodies that we are not even aware times like, like this, take communion series, that even as you partake of it, that poison, whatever it is in your body, that is harming your body, shall be neutralized, in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you so much for this body. Thank you that it was broken for us. Thank you for the cup of blessing, your blood which was poured for us. As we partake of it, Lord, let this be the meal like in the days of Elisha when there was poison even in the pot. He took the meal and he threw it into the pot and everything was healed. So let it be with us as we partake of it. Let healing come to our bodies. Let deliverance come to us. And let us experience even the realities even of communion your body and your blood. Sanctify this element.
body of Christ. Say, this is the flesh of Christ. It is meat indeed. Say, this is the flesh of Christ. Say, I believe it and I receive it. Eat of the body of Christ. For listening to this message we pray that your life has been transformed by the power of the word of god if you would like us to pray with you or would like to worship with us please contact us at the Kodesh family church university city philadelphia or call 267-809-5530 thank you and god richly bless you